This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for October 25th, episode 2795, brought to you today by Eagle Equine Products. Good morning, horse people. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Jamie, a miracle happened over the weekend. You want to hear what that was? Oh, please. A miracle happened in that I remembered our anniversary coming up. You're, you and I, we have an anniversary coming up next Monday. It's November the 1st, and it'll be our 11th anniversary for starting this show. We started this show November 1st of 2010. Now, you did remember my birthday this year, too. But I think that you get help because, like we all do, Facebook tells us when somebody's birthday is. Do you have some sort of Facebook reminder? No, I didn't on this. I just looked at the calendar and went, oh, damn, it's coming up. (laughs) So I actually remembered. So we're going to do something very special, much to Jamie's chagrin next Monday, is we're making her go on video. And now what we're going to do is we're going to do a special show. We're inviting some special guests over, some guests you may not have heard from in a long time. Uh, That'll bring back some memories. But we're also doing it as a Facebook Live into the auditor room. So if you're an auditor, yeah, whole show, you'll be able to watch it uh, next Monday morning on Facebook Live, and you might even be able to join in. So uh, we're looking. I don't understand all this technology. You just tell me where to be and what to do. Can I be in the barn? Can I be on a horse while we're doing this? Uh, No, no. Um, You'll have to be sitting at your desk, looking all pretty, because you'll be on camera. Oh God, my stomach hurts. It, that's. I was going to say we'd put it out onto the all the different Facebook pages we have, which would be about ten of them. And then I knew you'd never agree to that, so we just we're just going with the auditor room. I have so. done twenty years of radio, Glenn. <laughs> over twenty years of radio. And look we how do cameras. Look how exciting it is that you're expanding your reach. Oh my Today God. coming up See, on the show. <laughs> you've tricked me. Just so those of you know, Glenn's like, hey, we have an anniversary coming up. Do you want to have some classic ass? Da, 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 da. Yeah, and I write back, yeah, that'd be great. And he's like, at the bottom of that, it says no, that I, I had. I, I was very clear. Facebook it's Live. just that I know you Jamie doesn't like. read her emails. So I put. I read enough. November falls on a Monday. November 1st falls on a Monday. What do you say this year we do a show on Facebook Live and bring back some classic guests? And I knew she would read right over the Facebook Live, but she agreed to it in writing, so we're here. There we go. Oh, God, you're infuriating. <laughs> para Rainer, we have a Para Rainer on today. Jennifer Flanagan's going to join us and talk about her success at Quarter Horse Congress. And also, our returning Equiderma guest of the week is Alex Bowens, and she is joining us because she got a brand new horse, and she also just did an amazing trip to Scotland, and she has a huge She's following on TikTok. you guys that, like, jumps jumps and shoots, shoots mounted archery while jumping jumps and all that. John yeah, she's pretty. Like, 
Badass. Yeah, you've seen her. You've seen her. <laughs> yeah. She's been, she was on in November, I think, last. Plus, you apparently all still have some first world equestrian problems, and we'll talk about horse problems and maybe Jennifer's show she did over the weekend. We'll talk about all of that maybe in the post show today coming up. But first, we have to get to our daily winnies. <laughs> Now, on this show for many, many years, we've been giving happy birthdays to our terrific auditors. And usually I love doing this segment. But for some reason, all of you auditors with the long names that I can't pronounce decided to all have your birthdays on the same day. So I have two choices. I have two choices. I can do first and last names today, and I can butcher the last names, or I can just do first names. What do you think? Why don't you do first names? I'll do last names. Okay. Well, all right. Good. Uh, Happy birthday to Jacqueline. Burke. And Jillian. Giannoni. Angie. Stewart. Jen. Bedalamente. Wow, you did that one really like you knew what you were talking about. Uh, Jolyn. Lunders. Jessica. Sackett. And Elizabeth. Bourbon. Yay, we did it. (laughs) Happy birthday. You said I know what I, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. That's what I tell you to do. I don't know if I pronounced it right, but I committed (laughs) and I owned it. I don't know why I struggle so much. I can't own it. I just have to struggle through it. I've just been, but then that's kind of been the story of my life. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're still here. Yeah. We have some new auditors too. We have one new auditor. Thank God for Jessica Gross. Because if it wasn't for Jessica Gross, we'd have no new auditors this last week. So y'all have to get on the ball here and become an auditor we before. have a request in the Facebook page. There might be one more sitting there. Okay. Well, um, we have to make sure that you get to become an auditor if you want to see Jamie on camera by next Monday. So you have till next Monday to do that to see the Facebook Live. Don't do it. Pull out your money. Everybody leave. (laughs) Well, we'll talk more about it in the post show, but I wanted to give my daily Winnie out to none other than the person who did. Okay. He knows that I do a podcast. But he does not listen, has not to up until Oh, this the person point that listen. shall not be named? Is that who we're talking we about? We call him Farm Boy. Yes. <laughs> and I hope he doesn't know I call him that. <laughs> so Farm Boy is a young OU student who has started coming out to work and to learn. And um, I was going to give him a daily witty because he crushed it. I have been, I'm trying to prep for this inspection, which we'll talk more about, like I said, in the post show, but trying to prep for an inspection. And there's just some dirty jobs that needed to be done. And I'm like, farm boy, 15 bucks an hour. If you do it. Oh my God, he didn't stop. And he got so much work done yesterday. And I'm so grateful. And I love him so much. I hope he lives here forever. (laughs) If you keep calling him farm boy, you may not. Well, I told him, I I said uh, on the, on the trail ride, uh, we went on trail ride yesterday and and I'm like, so, uh, have you maybe heard anything about some podcast that I do? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, have you? He's a typical cowboy, isn't he? Yes. Oh God. That's it. That's it. And it's all I get. And and I'm like, have you, you you ever listened to that one? He's like, no. I'm like, good. 
That's good. <laughs> just for every one word he says, I say 600, just so you guys know. And I'm like, that's great because like, I totally think that if like you listen, like if you know me and you listen to me, it's way too much of me. So nobody should listen to me. Do not listen. <laughs> Definitely do not listen to me. Well, there's some <laughs> like, days that Chad and I don't want to listen to you. So, oh God, it happens all the time. I get, I don't want to listen to me. I don't know why you pay me. People. Like, I, I exhaust me. Hey, that's true. Chad doesn't pay you to listen to him. I actually pay you to listen to him. You're wow. a sucker. Who's Jeez. the sucker now? I got to talk to Chad about how that works. But then I'd have to marry you. Ugh. Okay, I'll pay. You, you can still fire I'll me. I'll pay. I'll gladly pay. I'm taking that all back. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he see, just it. See, if Chad him. fires you, then he has to pay. See, that's how that works. Oh, then I collect. <laughs> but I need him, too, because he built some fences recently, and it was really They look good. wonderful, too. He does a good job. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Why don't you tell us about Magna Garden? We'll get to our first guest. All right. Well, you may have heard of the MagnaGuard gastric support product. MagnaGuard helps prevent ulcers and other gastric issues, giving your horse the happy tummy he deserves. MagnaGuard helps calm horses down in two ways. First, the magnesium in it is a natural calmer. And two, uh, or second, it keeps the gut feeling great, which allows horses to relax. It contains important trace minerals and it's all natural and can be fed continually without negative side effects. Customers report healthier, shinier coats, less colic, healthier hooves, and overall healthier horses. Discount code HRN gets you 15%, excuse me, 15% off of your order at eagleequine.com. That is a one-time use. So buy it all now because then it's like it's free. Uh, all of the products come with a money back. That, by the way, they don't write that in the <laughs> in the commercial. I add that. That's a Jamie uh, edit. <laughs> I pay her uh, to say that. <laughs> Uh, all their products come with a money back guarantee. If you're not satisfied, you can contact Equal Equine Products for a full refund. Well, we're excited to welcome a sponsor that's returning to the show after a few years, I believe. And it's one of our favorite uh, retailers. And I know many of our listeners love Coro. And from Coro, we have Emily Otis with us today. Hi, Emily. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. So what is your title there? Are you the big boss or are you, the, uh, are you in charge of packing boxes? What's your title? I am neither of those things. I am head <laughs> of merchandising. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am in charge of all of the products that you see on the website and getting all the new stuff in. Oh, so we're going to see you at Wisa and Ada in Texas in January, uh, which Jamie's been yes, to, too, will. and we love going to the trade shows. It's like... Shopping Palooza for us. <laughs> so, I just got to go to my first one um, in August because of the pandemic. You know, we haven't been traveling or having trade shows. And so we did that. And uh, I was like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> yeah. Jamie's been that way, too. She might have spent some money at trade shows over the years. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, Coro, tell us first a little tiny bit about Coro. Again, you've been on the show before, but uh, we'll just do an update for new listeners. Yes. Well, we are just over two years old. Um, we are an online-only horse supply um, e-commerce retailer, and we are here to be the one source for all things horse and um, give you everything that you need to care for your horse as well as treat yourself a little bit. Now, the one thing I, I have seen over and over again by your customers, and who some of them are our listeners, and I've seen these conversations on Facebook, is, you know, there's a lot of retailers out there, but the one thing they talk about with you guys is your customer service. 
Well, I'm thrilled to hear that because that is our number one tied goal is to be the best customer service experience out there. We are horse first, but the only way that we can help serve your horse is by getting you all the product and the information that you need in a timely manner, answer all your questions, help with, you know, supplement feed through instructions, let you know how long it's going to be before we get something back in stock. Whatever it is, we have an amazing customer service team and we just wouldn't be here and we wouldn't be the team we are without them. And you, uh, well, now that I know you're the merchandising person, so we, mm-hmm. the holidays are coming up like very quickly. Next week is November. Yes, which is they are. hard to believe uh, for any of us. It's hard to believe that this year is almost gone. So what, what, are you guys planning something special or is there something coming up? Uh, do you guys do Black Friday? What's the scoop? Give us the inside. All right. Well, we've got quite a few things up our sleeves. And um, we do have a Black Friday, Cyber Monday um, weekend. We work with our vendor partners on um, some specials um, that are, you know, authorized with our partners. So definitely look out for that. But in the meantime, we're also working on some really exciting things um, for after that time period. In December, we're doing um, 25 days of promotions. So every single day, there will be a new product or brand featured with a special. So we want you to come back and look and see every single day what new specials we can have for you and what we can treat you and your horse with. Mm, that's interesting. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, w- one of the things that we've been talking about with the listeners is a little bit about the supply chain issues. Uh, so what would be your advice as people are shopping for holidays this year? Well, I think patience with the shipping as well is probably the biggest biggest issue we're going to face. Um, unfortunately, shipping reliability just isn't what it was before. Um, but our customers, again, have been so patient and gracious uh, with us because those things are just out of everybody's control. Um, but we're doing everything that we can to have, have as much of the in-demand products as we can. Um, so everything that you need normally, day-to-day, um, you might just want to plan on you know a few days longer for the shipping um, for those types of consumables and different supplies there. But for holiday, we do also have, you know, quite a few novel items that will be added in and we're diversifying and adding more new core product all the time in order to help sort of mitigate um, the issues. If one brand is out of stock, we'll try to have something similar, just as good quality from another brand so that you guys don't have to suffer. So Jamie, what she's saying is you and I have to shop a little sooner than our usual December 20th date. Pretty much that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I got to say, oh, I'm, I'm on the website right now, and here's what I love. It is so crisp and clean, and there's not a bunch of red labels and advertisements on the side. And it's just like the product, the description, and the price. Not like 4,000 different banners poking me in the eyeballs telling me how cheap it is. You know, like it's it's just like it's just an a very clean, attractive site and it's very easy to navigate. So what is Coro? What does that mean? Coro means um, to run, but it's really like I go, I ride, you know, galloping and, you know, forward motion um, and it's Spanish. So we wanted to be, 
we want it to be really, yeah, just inclusive. One of our big tenets is um, inclusivity. And we, we know that there are horse enthusiasts of all different backgrounds, all different disciplines, um, which is really why we started with horse care supplies. So, you know, fly spray, brushes, supplements are non-denominational. Um, and we want anybody that comes to the website to not see something and say, oh, this isn't my type of website because they, they only do jumping or they only do vaulting or they only do Western. So um, that was a big part of what we wanted to show is that when you come to Coro, everything is available to you and everybody is welcome to be a customer. And we want to support everybody who has an interest in the care of horses. All right. It. It's coroshop.com, C-O-R-R-O shop.com. And if you head over there, use the coupon code H-R-N for 10% off your next order. And that's everybody. If you've ordered before, it doesn't matter. Use the coupon code H-R-N for 10% off your next order. And uh, just to remind everybody that all our coupon codes for all our companies are H-R-N, so it's easy to remember. But uh, give that a try. Head over to coroshop.com. Shop for all your holiday stuff there and we thank Emily for joining us and we'll see you at the trade show in January looking forward to it thank you both so much I would like to welcome our next guest to the show Alex Bowens and Alex is the person that you guys have all seen I mean literally every one of you has seen the picture of the beautiful girl doing mounted archery on a jumping gypsy that is Alex hello thank you for joining us hi Jamie thank you for having me Oh my gosh, your TikTok, I mean, I don't do TikTok, but like, I know that 178,000 followers are, are, uh, that's impressive. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Of course, it happened by accident. I just, I was having fun with the the medium. I think it's a, a kind of fun platform and it just seemed to happen overnight. So I'm not, I'm not sure what I really did for that, but I'm very grateful. So it's fun to connect with all those people. So 178,000 followers, what, what type of content do you put on your channel? Is that what it's called? Channel account? Um, yeah, I've, I've either one. I, um, I tend to put some educational material. I, I did put some um, like Equiderma posts up recently about their new products, um, but some of it's just fun. Um, you know, we, we do some TikTok trends that are on horses instead of, you know, dance trends, we do them on horses. Sometimes we do little tutorials. I do some educational stuff on horseback archery or horse care. Um, so I kind of just have fun with it. That's great. Now you have, you know, like I was describing what you did kind of to become viral and in this amazing gypsy horse, you've done mounted archery. You have a new horse now. His name is Calvin. Tell us about Calvin. Yes, I'm very excited. I just purchased him as a Saturday. <laughs> so it's still new and fresh and it was it was a wonderful day. Um I was lucky. I was able to try him out for a couple of months. Um he's a big green broke bay warm blood. So about three months ago was the first time he'd ever been off of the property that he was born on. And they did a wonderful job raising him. He just, you know, got a very nice, easy, kind life. So he doesn't have too many miles, and I really like that so that I can kind of put on everything that I want, um, you know, as far as training. So it's a really nice, clean slate to start with, and he's very kind. He's very willing to learn, and he's very athletic. So I've uh, I've got my hands full for a little while. (laughs) 
Yeah, no kidding. So what kind of warm blood is he and what do you intend to do with him? So technically he's registered as an American warm blood. I know um, his dad was a Belgian warm blood um, and I am mostly a quarter horse girl, as you know, so, uh, and, and gypsies, but I, um, I, I don't know much about the warm blood, so I'm going to be learning a lot about the breeding with them, but I plan on, you know, I'm taking it step by step right now, but my hope is to turn him into a jumper someday in the somewhat near future, maybe the next year or so. Wow. So you were going from like mounted archery and quarter horses to, oh, jumper warm blood. What, what <laughs> made you want to do that? It has been my childhood dream um, to have a jumper. And I've just always, you know, been working in the, in the Western world. I grew up riding hunters until I was about 10. And then I had a few hunter projects, you know, where people had horses that they maybe didn't get along with, but they said, Hey, this might be a nice hunter. So they kind of were, I just want to call them problem horses, but they had a bit of a history, still quarter horses. And, um, I just love jumping and, uh, I've always wanted to go into the, the jumping world. So I'm still doing the Western riding, um, and reining throughout the week. Um, but I, now I have the balance of the big, big green broke warm blood. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So let's see, as far as all the things that you've been doing with these horses, you also found time to take a vacation and you went to Scotland. Oh my gosh. That's my, that's my next spot. What, tell us about it. Oh, I highly recommend it. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we planned this trip um, two years ago, obviously before the world completely changed. Um, my friend Tina Bork and I, we ride together. You probably see her and I goofing around on TikTok and Instagram a lot. I ride her little gypsy and her other big black quarter horse. And so we had planned this trip two years ago in 2019 and then COVID happened and um, the wedding that we were attending in Scotland because she has family in Scotland, they were um, having to reschedule their wedding. So they rescheduled it. You know, we were supposed to go in the spring of 2020 and then they thought, oh, it's a two week lockdown. We'll be fine for the fall of 2020. So they moved it to the fall and obviously the world still was a little bit upside down. And then we rescheduled it for the spring of 2021. Wow. Still wasn't happening. So by the time it finally happened a couple of weeks ago, People kept asking, are you excited? And we thought, well, no, we don't even know if we're going to get on the plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know if we're excited or not. Let me know. I'll tell you when we get on. I was like, we'll see if we get there, I guess. But um, it was, it exceeded all expectations. Um, my friend grew up there, so she was able to really plan the most exciting, wonderful road trip for us there. We drove 577 miles. We started in Glasgow, um, drove all the way up to Speenbridge and then Braemar we made our way back down through Dundee and finally to Edinburgh. And it was just absolutely incredible. I highly recommend it there. Cool. It's so rich in history. The country is absolutely beautiful and the people could not be nicer. Did you do any horsey things there or did you take a break from the horses? Oh no, of course we had to do horsey things. <laughs> <laughs> so we started the first day and our, our second flight had been delayed. So we actually got in at about, one in the morning and then um, probably went to bed around two. And at 6 a.m., um, the fire alarm went off because there was a fire in our hotel. <laughs> and so we, this is all leading to a horse adventure. But we, you know, we run outside, we smell smoke. We go, oh, okay, there's actually a fire. 
So we're outside for a bit. They were able to put it out and everything was good, but um, we had to go riding that day. So we go back in, we're very tired and you know, kind of sleepless and uh, a little jet lagged. And we go rent a car and immediately go. Our first thing was to drive to Ayrshire and ride Clydesdales. And so it almost felt like a dream because so many crazy things have happened on our first day, but we're riding and it's, you know, these beautiful big Clydesdales in the countryside in Scotland and you see just fields of sheep and rolling hills and these beautiful Andrew bridges and like it, sleep deprived and yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> it felt completely surreal so it was really wonderful and a couple other places were still you know they're not fully open yet we were very safe you know they require you know masks and everything there and we mostly did outdoor activities so a lot of the places are still low capacity or shut down. So we did get to ride again in, in Edinburgh and we plan on going back and doing more horse adventures when we go back. I have to jump time, in but... real quick. I used to have oh, percherons. So it's like riding a no great way. big couch, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. I had never ridden a Clydesdale before. So it was, um, it was a first for me and I, I love them. They're like big couch puppy dogs. <laughs> yep. That's right. Exactly. That's <laughs> With <the thing. laughs> feet the size of pie plates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you get to canter at all? No, we didn't because it was raining and uh, the fields were a little bit slippery. So we decided we're like, we're just going to enjoy. We're a little jet lagged. The horses were wonderful, but they were a little bit um, energetic just from, you know, not maybe going out as much as mm. they have in the past. And so we thought, let's just keep it to. <laughs> Who wants you know, to little... ride a giant bucking couch? <laughs> right. That's kind of overthinking. <laughs> But next time we're planning on maybe riding them and cantering on the beach. So so stay tuned for that because I think that sounds like, you know, a dream come true, right? It's just a fairy tale. You could probably hear it coming from here. We, we, yeah. it, it used to be fun when we, we owned a 100-acre farm and the, when the Percherons came running down the one hill, you could feel it inside the house. I mean, it was, the oh, earth did move. <laughs> like crazy. How cool. What was that like to, to canter on? Uh, I don't ride much, so I got up to a trot, but my wife said it was like going in slow motion. It's like doing a very slow motion <laughs> canter, you know, almost <laughs> surreal that way. Um, I'm imagining it's just like a bigger feeling of a gypsy's canter. Just longer. You know, it feels apparently slower and, and longer. <laughs> it's like, Okay. Yeah. Well, you're making me want to go back to Scotland so I can see. I want to go back anyway. We were there right before COVID for a week, and uh, it was it was so cool. I mean, it's just. Oh, did you ride there, to, or did your wife ride? Jennifer there? rode there, and then uh, we did a lot of the stuff in Edinburgh because it was festival time in August, and uh, we went. Oh. Uh, so we did festival, and 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 then we got out into the country some too. So it was fun. Yeah. Oh, the best of both worlds. Yep. Well, All right, you guys are making everybody jealous who hasn't been to Scotland. I mean, whatever. Before we let you go, we got to talk to you about Equiderma because, uh, you know, uh, lots of people are asking us questions about this daily defense, the dry shampoo. Tell us, uh, you've, you've, you've been using it on your gypsy. Like, tell us about it. Oh, it's wonderful. So right now it's starting to get, I should say, cold for us in Arizona. And we don't necessarily want to give our horses a bath in that weather, especially if you're in a little bit of a hurry or, um, you know, you just don't want them to be too cold. So um, I've been putting that it's like a dry shampoo and basically I put it on the sweaty part areas of the horse and you let it sit for a little bit and then you brush it off and it, it's like new. I, I checked on the horse the next day and I'm like, wow, you would, you would think I gave the horse a bath. 
So I am loving that product. And we are also, if I can mention, doing a fun giveaway this week. So you'll have to tune in to our Instagram page. So Aquaderma's Instagram page and the Alex Balance Instagram, because we might be giving away some of the new products as well as some of the classics. Oh, gotcha. That's on your Instagram page or the Equiderma one or It'll both? Both. So we'll be doing kind of a giveaway together. So in celebration of the new horse and um, the new products, we'll be doing a, a big giveaway. So that'll be a, a fun thing for people to be able to try the new products and get some, some of the old um, goodies. I'm interested to see what the dry shampoo, you know, sometimes in the rainy winters now, now I just moved here to Oklahoma from Arizona. So you don't actually count. Um, I know what you're (laughs) like, and it's not real. Uh, (laughs) I lived there for 10 years. (laughs) But I'm It's down to 75, Jamie. What are you talking about? God, how can we survive? Again, I said I lived there 10 years. Like, winter is not real there. Um, but no, here... Your skin does thin, though. You're like, oh, man, it's 65. I better get a hoodie and, you know, things, right. but you're right. In Oklahoma, it's going to be a lot colder. Well, yeah, I mean, I do understand. Like, you do become a wuss to, like, the world. Because, totally. yeah, you, <laughs> I would go into a restaurant. I'm like, I need a coat. They've got the air conditioning yep. running, freezing to death. <laughs> but what I do want to know. I'm glad you can relate. Yeah, I can totally relate. Is it, Does a dry shampoo, like if you put it under blankets and stuff, does it help keep from getting like rain rot or any of that stuff? I'm interested to, to give it a try and, and see if that and works. It does. And that's what I, I've read and we haven't had to deal with, you know, blanketing just yet. But um, that's what, you know, I was talking to one of the wonderful people over at Equiderma and uh, Ashley, and she was telling me, oh, it helps with rain rot. It helps with all of this. So she, and they, they have wonderful products. They're sending some skin lotion as well to help combat some issues with Calvin um, rubbing his tail. And, but I think the, yeah, I'd be interested to see that as well, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you won't have to worry about it because you're, what part of Arizona yeah. are you in? <laughs> I'm in Phoenix. So, but you know yeah. what? The More other specific. Good thing, where? Where in Phoenix? Uh, Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Okay, gotcha. All right. So you're in Scottsdale, and you're with all the pretty people. I gotcha. <laughs> Jamie was on the other side of town with the not pretty people, apparently. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm in the in the far like north, mostly by the barns. So, but I will tell you, we do have the heat. And I did try the dry shampoo on myself because it is made for horse and rider and it worked great. So like under your helmet. Yeah. yeah I just, I just did it to, to go out to dinner because I, I had my helmet on earlier <laughs> and I didn't have time to shower. So I thought, well, let's give this a try. It says horse and rider and it's a little sparkly. And um, when you first like put it on your hands and you rub it in and, and it, it looked great. I asked the people I went with, I said, can you notice anything? And they said, no, it looks really good. We would have thought you showered. So we oh have that too. We God. Can it on ourselves. I'm in. <laughs> but you can put I... it in your helmet too. Oh my God. So it'll, it'll make yes. your helmet smell better and, and just be like cleaner. So I, I think like, it's a great sometimes product. You get sweaty and you have your hair in a ponytail and you've got your helmet on all day. And then you take your ha- your ponytail down, your yep. head itches. Like, I bet this is really going to, maybe I have fungal infections that I need to address. With <laughs> yeah. And on that pleasant note, um, <laughs> 
cut that out. It's... Well, listen, Alex, it's been awesome to have you on. Thank you so much. And we will continue to follow you on TikTok, Instagram. You've got Alex Bowen's fine. I know I'm saying your name wrong. I'm sorry. Bowen's fine art.com. Check that out. And we appreciate having you on and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much, Glenn and Jamie. I appreciate you guys. And thanks for having me on again. Thanks, Alex. Exactly. Have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And of course, you can find all Equiderma's products at Equiderma.com. I'm going to use it for myself. <laughs> you were really excited. You were more excited about that than you were the I'm other. Just my head gets itchy like after a sweaty ponytail with under a helmet for like hours. I don't know anything yeah. about that, actually. I know, because <laughs> you're not me. <laughs> my hair's a little shorter. It's more Chad's it's length. Short, thin, <laughs> and mine is thick and luxurious, <laughs> and I suffer. I suffer. Well, coming up next, we have Jennifer Flanagan. She's a para-rainer who just did very well at Quarter Horse Congress. We've talked about... Spoiler alerts. Yeah. uh, We uh, talk a lot about the different para-disciplines, and para-reigning is becoming quite popular. So let's get Jennifer on and chat about that. Well, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. So, Jennifer, how long have you been reigning with your your horse, your current horse? We're going to talk about it. Well, with my current horse, I've been reigning for about three years, um, but I've been reigning in total probably six. Six years? Okay, cool. And tell us about your current horse. My current horse, he's really great. He's an eight-year-old. I got him as a five-year-old, and his name is, I call him Swag. He's crumbed out Swag Wagon. And okay, hold just, it right there. Stop, 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 stop. stop right there. Did you just say that your horse yes. is named is Chromed Out Swag Wagon? <laughs> Yes, that's God his bless name. You. Let me guess, he's a quarter horse. He is a quarter horse, okay, of course. Enough said. <laughs> I always talk about how quarter horse names are so not, no no offense, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is great. Chromed out swag wagon. Okay, carry on. Yes. Sorry, Glenn. I just had to jump. Yeah. They have the and best names. They really do. A short name. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. there's there's no quarter horse out there that doesn't have a barn name because they have those ridiculously long names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not like come here, come down, swag back and got a cookie. No, yes, exactly. So you call him what? Swag. Swag. Yep, I call him Swag because I figure we have some swagger. But oh, that's cool. That's a good. I like that. Yeah, name. he's he's just like a real goofball though, and and I love him, and he's he's such a great horse for me. You know, as I mentioned before, I'm, well, I probably haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm actually a para rider. Right. Yep. And so, you know, things that are important to me are the ability to stand still when you're getting on and off. Yeah. That's like number one thing. I'm in my forties. And I like that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm in my forties too, but I, but that's like my number one thing. And then he's just so smart. You know, we work a lot off of voice cues. So when I, you know, say something, you know, it's like he's learned to like respond to it instead of being spurred in the side. So he's just, he's just really smart and he's a goofball and he's super loving. Now we, we, uh, we've, we've been heavy supporters of uh, the para team and para riders ever since we started the show 10 years, 11 years ago. What grade are you? So I'm a grade three. Okay. And in the reigning division, what that means is basically you're doing all the same maneuvers as any of the other patterns, but you do it at a trot. So you're paralyzed from the waist down, so you don't have use of your legs at all, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. 
and yet you're still doing the same tests. Yeah, but at a slower speed. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Do you still <laughs> do the spins and everything too? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we still do the spins. We still do the sliding stops. But again, my slide, being that I'm coming down from a trot to stop, isn't exactly long. <laughs> it's not all that impressive, really. I'll be honest with you. But it's still fun. You know, we're still doing the maneuvers. <laughs> you know what, though? That means that your horse isn't stepping on its tail. So you win that side. That's right. That's right. And he does have a long, beautiful tail. So that's a plus. Uh, well, he's a chromed out swag wagon, so I would expect no less. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got to admit, at Congress, they had like this loud, you know, like there's an announcer over there. And he's like, and the way he just said it, it was, it was just, it, it made me smile. He's like, and now chromed out swag wagon. You know? <laughs> it, was like, it was just such an odd experience to have it called out like that. How did Congress go for you? It went great. So I won my division and then I placed reserve overall. Wow. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, it was actually, uh, it's such a great event because this is like where we always have our USA um, national championships. So basically all season long, and I have I have some really great regional shows that I practice at in Tennessee and Kentucky. I kind of consider them practice runs all leading up to this event. Because I'm pretty much the only para rider at these regional shows. And so it's really great that they, you know, they, they slot me in and, you know, they put on a para class. And then, but it's like all just practice leading up to the nationals. Because then that's when everyone from around the U.S. comes in and, you know, we put on the competition. And, and we have some really great sponsors. So that it's like we, we're actually competing for $5,000 wow. award money. And it really just makes you feel, you know, like this is like a really a champion event. So we always very say appreciative of those sponsors. We always say there's a lot more money in the Western world than there is in the English world when it comes to prize money. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I did Western dressage as well. Um, before I got into reining and it's like you pay them for hopes for a ribbon. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The rainers have that figured out. They have the sponsorships figured out. They have the prize money figured out. So good move on uh, jumping into that world. Uh, yeah. And plus, because I really like to use a lot of voice cues for my horse, it, it, it raining is a very loud sport, right? So right. there's like just a lot of cheering and there's a lot of whistling and hooting. And so it's like when I'm yelling at my horse, come on, which means, you know, go faster. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But in the Western dressage world, it was kind of like you're supposed to be quiet. <laughs> Do they, I was going to ask you that because obviously and it's the same in the English dressage world, right? You're not allowed to really talk to your horse. Do they make exceptions for You're not really allowed para? to talk to your horse, yeah. Yeah. Do they make exceptions same, for para? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They never ding me for it, but I didn't use any like like voice cues. It was more just like clucks and kisses. Okay. You know, I tried to be as quiet as possible, whereas in like raining – when I want him to go faster, I always just go, come on. And he just, he gets it. He like, he knows that that's when I mean, let's go fast, you know, because I don't really have a lot of options to reinforce. Right. We always correlated it to driving because driving, I'm a driver and it's kind of the same way. We use voice commands, you know, for almost everything we do. We only have the reins. So um, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I love driving, by the way. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've gotten an opportunity a couple of times just at like practice, like people putting on like an event or something like that. I absolutely loved it. Well, again, I it's, think a, it's terrifying. So yes, Jamie hates it. 
<laughs> it's funny. It's funny, Jennifer. I have found more riders that don't like driving at all. I got to tell you something I saw that I made my day. So at the Horse Radio Network, when we started all those years ago, we always said that our mission statement was uniting the horse world one show at a time. And it's always been our goal to bring Western and English and whoever, we all have horses, we all have this thing in common, why aren't we all friends, right? And I went to, my wife Jennifer went to a dressage show, a local dressage show at the Florida Horse Park over the weekend. And it made my day because there was Western dressage in one ring, there was English dressage, there was para-dressage, and there was also driven dressage, all at the same show. So to see the Western people and with the English people and, you know, all of that together just made my day because it's way it should be. It's like, this is what we've been aiming for all these years is to have, have that common thing be the horse and not have all of these things that separate us. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that the para world does that too very well because you're you are inclusive to people who do English and do Western and do driving. There's para driving. I mean, they do all of those different things. Yeah, I think para driving. I could see that being more in my future once I like no longer can ride, just because they make these really great carts where you can just literally push your wheelchair onto it, and then you don't even have to like get out of your out of your wheelchair and off you go. Yeah, we have a good friend. I don't know uh, if you know Charlotte Merrill Smith. Uh, she's an, on the English side, and she's uh, you know para para rider for dressage. And she's always said that you know the hardest thing and the most dangerous thing she actually does is getting on and off the horse. And you kind of alluded to that too. Yeah, at home it's really great because I have a ramp, so I just I just you know wheel to the top of the ramp, and then he's just standing there, and it's a pretty smooth transfer. But when I go to the horse shows, then I have to be lifted from the ground and then coming back off, you know, it's like basically someone is trying to lower you down. And it's usually my father who's now getting older. And this one earlier, just this year, all of a sudden, I guess I threw my weight too much getting off and we like literally crumble <laughs> right no. to the ground and bless my horse. He did not even step. He just stood perfectly. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, this is why you're so perfect for me because we literally crumble to the ground, two people. And he didn't even care. He looked at you guys and went... As long as you're getting off, that's all I care about. (laughs) He looked at you guys and went, what are you doing down there? (laughs) What's what's your problem? Well, congratulations, Jennifer, on on everything that you're doing and on Congress. Uh, I think this is exciting. Uh, And I hope we see more and more people getting into para-reigning, too. I hope that it becomes more popular as time goes on. Yeah, I hope so, too. The more competition, the better. And there is a Facebook page too, right? For para raining? Yes. Yes. Um, it's just USA para raining. USA para raining is where you can find it. We'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. Jennifer, thanks you for thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been super fun. And give Swag a hug for us, all right? I definitely will. And an extra treat too. Okay, good. Yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a bunch. All right. Thank you. Thank you. There's so many cool things in the horse world, but I really did when I when I left the show uh, the other day. I was so it was so cool to see all of that together, and I don't know that I've ever seen Western dressage and English dressage like right in the same place, like right yeah, beside each cool. other. You know, well, I, I think Western dressage is making such a huge, huge, like huge strides. It's one of the fastest growing uh, equestrian sports. Is it really? Yep. Wow. Yep. 
It is, uh, you know, I, I, it has, it's found its place, you know, it's found its place. And it was, it was really interesting too. They put, obviously put the driving dressage in the arena that was away from, from the other two arenas, but it wasn't that far. So that the dressage horses, you know, they were all looking at the carriages. Uh, now, Nigel was looking at the carriages because there were quite a few hackneys and he was thinking Scooter was over there. But he's like, where's Scooter? By the way, I'm so proud of Jennifer and Nigel. They did two tests. Now, you know what I know about dressage. Okay. And it was walk trot. It was simple tests, but they did not come out of the ring. Uh, I mean, jumping over the, you know, fence. Yeah, jumping out. They stayed in. They stayed in. They stayed in and on. They did all of their test things in order. So in the right order. Um, And then the second test. Now, Keep in mind, she rode for that horse for two hours before the first test, and he was still amped up. And then she had the first test at like 8.30. So she goes in and does the first test. He's still amped up. She rides him until the second test, two more hours. Took him out for a long trail ride and everything. He came in the second test after being, she never got off that horse, being ridden for four hours. And all I heard from the judges, I stood behind it, beside the judges while I was filming. And uh, I heard a lot of sevens. So was that good? Yes, sevens are good. Sevens yeah. are good. So apparently the second test went very well, but it took four hours of constant riding to get to God, the point. my butt has chafed <laughs> just thinking about that. <laughs> These people get on 10 minutes before. Nope, not Nigel. <laughs> but there she was, did it. I had, I had one thoroughbred that I would have to ride for an hour and then put him away and then just take him out 10 minutes before his ride. because he just go straight to the ring because the more he was out, the more amped up he got. Um, but his, his situation, he actually would train at home. And maybe this is something Nigel had. So this horse was shipped to the track every day to gallop and then shipped home. Oh, be on, get off the trailer, run, get back on the trailer. Yes, yep. exactly. And so it took 150 trips to get him to not to, to kind of reprogram his brain that he didn't have to run, you know? And so did, did Nigel, what's his, I, he just he's just so amped up about everything. He's always been that way. Even when she does endurance rides, he does not get tired. I mean, he'll he'll be ten, fifteen. He's a big thoroughbred, big bone thoroughbred, and he does not get tired. She'll be fifteen miles in, he'll still be jigging. He just wow. And so she got him home after riding for four hours that day, and he ran around the field. <laughs> so I have something that I maybe could suggest to you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> ready? Yeah. You may have heard of the MagnaGuard gastric support <laughs> product. MagnaGuard <laughs> helps prevent all social other gastric issues, giving you more Cut there. I think you already deserves. did that one. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. I know. That's I'm suggesting okay. it to you. Don't Got it. She does use it, it actually. She does use it in the tube. <laughs> the magnesium is a natural culver, Glenn. <laughs> she uses it in the tube. You know what else she uses? Her Wintech saddle. She was in her Wintech saddle yesterday at the show. People were riding oh, in costumes. Seamless transition into a commercial. <laughs> she was. She was. Everybody was riding in costume. It was fun yesterday, actually, because they they really it's a small show. This is stride shows, and they really wanted to be inclusive. So no coats are required. Uh, and everybody, there were people in costumes. It was kind of fun. Uh, but, you know, she rides in her Wintex saddle. She's been using Wintex saddles for about 20 years. The one thing, you know, obviously they're easy to clean. You throw them on a fence, you hose them off, they're done. They don't get moldy here in Florida when you sit them outside in a thousand degrees humidity. 
Uh, and you, the one cool thing that's been happening right now is they're coming out, they came out with a whole bunch of new ones. They have high wither all-purpose ones. They have wide all-purpose ones now, super wide, because they're already where you were already able to change the gullet and make them wider or narrow, and now they're really wide. And you also have a pro-wide dressage saddle. Because as we know, all dressage horses are very thin. They're very thin. Uh, I'm joking there. Uh, so that's why they had to make a pro-wide dressage saddle, because they tend to be a little bit bigger. They're warm bloods, and they tend to be a little bit bigger. So they have come out with all of these new saddles, and you can find them all at wintech-saddles.com. Wintech-saddles.com. Terrible business mar- model, though, because mine is 25 years old. Yeah. And they just, you know, they should break every five years and you buy them more. But it turns out, <laughs> Wintech's last for dang ever. Yeah, they didn't. They never knew the business term planned obsolescence um, when they started (laughs) that company, or they would have changed that, I think. How about we do some first world problems? Are you ready? I am, but hold on. One more WinTech comment. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Farm boy. Yeah. You know, he always brings his Western saddle, but he was going to work. And I was like, hey, let's go on a trail ride. And he's like, I didn't bring my saddle. And I was like, woohoo! 18-inch WinTech for you, my friend. And for the first time ever, farm boy rode English. And what do you think of that? I wasn't supposed to tell anybody um, or photograph it. Uh, he, I said, what do you think? And he goes, it's different. <laughs> That's it. That's all I get for that guy, okay? I bet so, you putting that Wintech saddle on was a lot easier than putting that Western saddle on, though. That's what I said. I go, how'd that feel? Throwing that four-pound puppy up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, now you know why I do it. Yeah. That's yeah, different. <laughs> like talking to dang John Wayne. Yep. <laughs> All right, first world problems, hit it. For the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. Well, remember, these equestrian first world problems are real issues that our listeners are having and y'all need help. And we have been flooded with them for this week, so I won't get to all of them, but I'll do my best. But um, if you want to participate, I we make a post on the Facebook page for the auditors group. And that's something you join on Facebook if you're an auditor. And Glenn, how do they do that? Just go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the right-hand side of the page, click on the auditor banner, and for as little as $3 a month, you can become an auditor too. Join the Facebook group and see Jamie live on Facebook Live next Monday morning. Why are you trying to give me an ulcer? (laughs) You've done this before. It's fine. I don't like it. Anyway. She's putting on makeup and everything. She said so. Oh, really? Is no, that what I, I said? No, then? you didn't say that. No. <laughs> I probably will put on eyeliner because I look like a ghost if I don't. <laughs> um, April says, it's time to buy two new-to-us trucks. But my husband doesn't think I need a three-quarter ton. He thinks a one-ton is all a family needs. I want my own! <laughs> well, you know, your husband's been sick. He's just not thinking right. I think... He's clearly... <laughs> he's just not clearly thinking Clearly right. lost some brain cells yeah. in that COVID <laughs> issue, so... One ton? Come on. Man up, Alvin. Play him this. Man up, Alvin. Get her a three-quarter ton. I got a one ton. Ha! Um, (laughs) Laura says, I sold my small trailer to buy a bigger one, but now I can't find one I like. Oh, that's the problem is when you have to sell something first to have the money for the second thing, and then like you can't find the second thing. Especially right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kristen said, my in-laws bought a truck. This is a theme. My see, listen to this, Alvin. 
My in-laws bought a truck and it's not big enough to pull my horse trailer. What are they good <laughs> for then? My father-in-law has a, like a quarter ton truck and I'm just like, what? what's the point? You can do nothing. You might as well have like a Tacoma. Um, <laughs> no offense to Tacoma if they want to sponsor us. I'll love it. Uh, let's see. Amy says, oh, Amy, I feel this problem in many ways. I got some new red brushing boots, a red saddle pad, and a red shirt. And all are slightly different shades of red, and I just can't. <laughs> no OCD so there. <laughs> it hurts my brain. Like, oh, my God. It's not, I can't. They all have to be the same brand. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I feel you. Um, Emily says equine affair is coming up and I don't have anything I need to buy. So now I need to go through my tech collection to see if anything needs to be replaced. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, equine affair was canceled last year. So that's true. You have like, so you had two years of needing things replaced. I mean, clearly you are going to find it. And Celeste says, I finally found my dream farm, but it's going to take several weekends to move all of my crap from here to there. So I can't even move in yet. <laughs> Celeste has been posting this? pictures of her dream farm in Virginia. It looks wonderful. Does. So cool. Yeah. It's so cool. What a fun thing that's going to be. Uh, Bailey says, I really think being a pinto person is just like being a gray person. I swear up and down by scrubbing poo stains out of my mare that I'm never going to purchase another horse with any white <laughs> on it ever again. And then I go to my dream horse, save dads, and none of them are solid coated. <laughs> I have this. It's, this is my illusion, and he's getting more and more gray. And he loves to roll in my red pond. Oh, like, and you have red pond. kind of soil it's clay, red, don't you? Red, yeah. red, red dirt here. That's yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. My, I would like to officially announce Equiderma. that once <laughs> shade of red is going to be my complete. <laughs> I will buy you a case of Equiderma shampoo for Christmas. That's what you'll need the most. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, he's still gray enough now where I can kind of hide it, but it's just getting, he's getting grayer every minute. Uh, Kaylee says, I have to spend extra money on gas to go pick up my new horse trailer tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a question for us, Will oh, That is God. the epitome. That is the perfect example of one right there. I know, right? Carrie says, my three-year-old OTTB went on his first trail ride today, and he was perfect. And now I'm going to have to keep him. And I have so many horses. (laughs) Uh, All right. We'll get back to the previous one, though. And this is first world problem is, geez, we paid $360 for diesel yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) My my Beetle convertible was in the shop for like Oh, yeah. Your $4,000 fix. God, that hurt. I was like, do you guys do military discount? And he was like, well, no, but we have this. And he gave me a hundred. It's like a hundred dollars off if you spend over two fifty. And I was like, does that count for every two fifty? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. It's just a blanket one hundred. And I was like, it did. It, it, it took it from thirty nine eighty to like thirty eight eighty, which just and those numbers doesn't seem like a lot. Do you know anyway, what though? You, that means you're gonna have to keep this car forever now. You can't ever get rid of this. I car. can't. But here's the thing. Diesel is so expensive and it's a diesel beetle and I took it, got it out of the shop and it had less than a quarter tank of gas. And I was like, crap, I'm gonna have to go get gas. And then I hit the little number and it's like, but still have 160 miles left. So <laughs> diesel beetle convertibles, I get like 600 miles to tank. It's insane. Sorry, I'm good. 
Um, Jennifer says, I just had to officially retire my gelding and I bought my husband a gorgeous, very well-bred angel COVID horse last year, but he's only ridden her like three times. So I bred her and now she's too fat to ride, but I want more horses. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you guys always buy us horses. Uh I learned that lesson. Mm. I learned that lesson. You know what? If I buy him a horse, it's work I have to do. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, now. And we Lucas never ride has- them. You always hope we will. And you have these romantic trail rides into the sunset together, holding hands. It never freaking happens. No, mm. no. I think I can get Chad once a year on his horse. Like, and I hate dude. that we just ruined it for everybody that's get newly getting married over the next couple of months, thinking that's going to happen down the line with their non-horsey it won't husband. Happen, but the good news is you get another horse. And you get somebody <laughs> to build the fence. Yes, you get tons of builders. <laughs> Marry those boys. Um, Lindsay says we're buying a new house with acres of woods to ride in, but it isn't set up for livestock, so I have to wait to go horse shopping. <laughs> oh. Yeah, electric fence is cheap and easy to put up. Easy, yeah. easy, easy. Uh, Jennifer says I bought two saddle pads to go with my new dressage saddle, and I can't decide which one to use first, and my horse doesn't like the matching bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love issues. Your horse drugs. is OCD too. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. We've got a lot uh, of OCD you, going on in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all about how you look, Glenn. You gotta <laughs> take that picture and put it on Instagram. It's like it didn't happen if you didn't. Fiona says I just got a brand new horse float, and I don't want to put a horse in it as it smells so nice. But I need to use it. Oh, the anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that new car smell. You don't want to put yes poop in your new car and, and, I get it. and we all get new cars and we all say we're not going to eat them this time i'm not going to drop french fries between the seats and that yeah. usually lasts for me about a week yeah, no. yeah. uh meta says that there's uh this is a conversation she's having with her husband me there's an auction in january from a tax store closeout husband what would you buy me i'd like to see what saddles they have husband do you really need another saddle man i'm really gonna miss him <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Pernilla or Pernia said, I was invited to ride with some of my friends this weekend and I was going to bring our new mare, but my husband took our truck and now I have to borrow a horse even though I have four of my own. <laughs> Stupid husband taking your truck. Then you know it's for horse trailers first. Come on. Flossie says, I tried to ask one of my... <laughs> Well, I read that wrong. I thought I thought she said I tried to ask out one of my male coworkers. Turns out she said I tried to ask one of my male coworkers to move a fairly heavy, but not too heavy box today because I was feeling lazy. And he responded with me to me, "Oh, don't give me that bull crap. You know you have horses and can throw hay. You can lift that just fine." That's called a backfire. That is a backfire. <laughs> and I get it because I'm like, I need that. Can you go get that? And I was like, Jesus, you've been kickboxing for two years. I think you can lift a feed bag. <laughs> um, Laura says, I just bought a weanling baby that I absolutely love, but I haven't had a baby in 20 years. So now I have to go buy her all the things. Oh, and it's a Philly too, man. You're going to decorate that baby. I know, you know, that same situation with Ursina. My weanling came with a halter, but it doesn't fit him. So now I have to go buy him all the things. You and Laura and Ursina, you guys need to go shopping together. And that's a weanling, which means she gets to buy all the things every year. Every year. I just bought <laughs> new blankets for Miles and Stanley because they grew from last year to this year. Um, and then final one. 
Same situation as before. My non-horsey husband bought me a new trailer and I've had to haul in it one time and my horse pooped in it. So (laughs) bye-bye new smell. (laughs) A lot of new trailers, huh? I guess lots of shopping. As we've said from the beginning of this COVID thing, lots of shopping. And so much as so it's making it difficult to find anything to buy. Like these prices I've been pricing in covered arenas. And all I want is like a portion of my arena covered. Oh my God. Like just a crappy metal building put up on top of my arena. My arena is 100 by 200. I just want like one third of it covered. 100 by like 70. $150,000. $150,000. Oh, yeah. And it, right Does now, that seem if expensive? you can find somebody that has any time to do it. I had lots of people. Well, half the people that I asked did not even give me quotes. And the other half did. And none of them were less than like $140,000. Well, part of that's materials. And part of that, they know they can get it right now. I just, yeah. I'm like, do I wait? Is it going to get worse? What's going to happen? Well, I don't know. Wait till the economy doing. crashes by the end of next year. And then you can get it for seventy five. You think that's what I should do? I, mean, I think you're buying at a premium. You might, if you order it now, it might get done by you next year. <laughs> it's like, True. that's the and other then I thing. I just pay all the money and it's not even done by next year anyway. Yeah. I just, all these people, I love all of you asking me. To Chad, have clinics, can you I put up a roof, covered, please? <laughs> right? I don't have a covered area to do a clinic in. So I'm kind of stuck. Yes, I need Chad. <laughs> How are you at heights? Uh, well, he's good at heights. I know, right? Climb up that ladder. You're not a weenie. Now, he'll have to borrow the crane to get the uh, rafters in. But, you know, whatever. He can learn. I just want a covered (laughs) arena. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody, for your first world problems. The way you get to be part of the first world problems is you can join our auditor room, as we mentioned earlier. And we're going to... We're going to hang around with the auditors for a few minutes. We're going kind of long today, so it'll be just a couple minutes. Uh, But then uh, uh, we look forward to next week for a little anniversary. We're going to have a full week of shows for you. Tomorrow's, I know a lot of you have been really liking the guests that are coming up on the Horse Illustrated episode, and we have another new one with lots of cool guests tomorrow. And then uh, we should be here the rest of the week. Sorry about Friday. Uh, I was sick, and, and Jamie had other obligations at the last minute, so... Uh, that's what happened there. We were planning on doing a show, but it just didn't happen. So uh, hopefully it'll happen all this week. We have brand new prizes for you for the month of November for really bad ads. So get your ads in as well. Take care, everybody. We'll see you. All right. Spay, neuter, and geld. Okay, auditors, we won't take we won't be long here today because we did run we ran way long during the show. But I did have a question for Jamie, and I also wanted to mention to the auditors that during the Facebook Live on uh, Monday morning of next week, uh, if you want to, uh, there'll be a way you can actually join us. Now you have to be on video. Uh, but you, you can be on the show. We can chat for a little bit. Uh, you know, just it's kind of a free for all next Monday. We haven't done a free for all in a long time. So uh, that'll be you. You will actually be able to join us and we'll have all the instructions for that in the auditor room. I'll po- do the first post about that today. But first, Jamie has something very important coming up tomorrow. And we learned about it last week. And that is her great inspection, the great inspection to see if yeah, she is qualified inspection. horse girl. Like she can actually train thoroughbreds. 
Uh, now, I think yeah, you've proven I, that over the years. But I think. Uh, well, yeah, it was that social media drama that I went through uh, just to catch people up. And um, I got reported to various organizations because apparently what I do is I starve horses along with Horse and Hound. We do it as a team. Uh, we starve horses and then we post video pictures of them on social media and then we ask for money and then we just keep the money. You know, like don't clearly. feed the horses. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. no. It's it's all a ploy to get more donations, <clears throat> which was basically <clears throat> what I was accused of. So at any rate, I got, I think she said she was going to report me to the ASPCA, which I was just trainer of the year for their organization, uh, and then uh, the RRP, which is a media partner of mine, and then she was going to report me to the thoroughbred. <laughs> this woman had line. no idea. No. <laughs> Which is kind of the uh, funny part of this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, you mean my me? And it's funny. Like, she, I'm going to report you to the ASPCA. And I was like, in my head, I didn't tell her this. I'm like, you mean that that group that just gave me the trainer of the year? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and then like, and I'm calling the RRP. And I was like, oh, you mean you may call Jen now, or do you make, <laughs> wait? So you make that call first? Okay, cool. That's uh, so funny. <laughs> we can joke about this in the post show because it is funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny now. It's funny yeah. now. It was very disturbing. But she also reported uh, the rescue and me to the thoroughbred after Caroline's. And I don't blame them for having to do a follow-up because they don't know me. Nobody else even bothered to yeah. call me. Um, but they did. So they are sending somebody out tomorrow. I just picture – this is what expect. I picture. <laughs> it's not going to be this, but this is what I have in my mind. You know the old stereotypical librarian from high school – with, mm-hmm. with kind of in her 40s, she's very thin, and she has the big black glasses, and she's carrying a clipboard. And that's kind of what I picture showing up at your house tomorrow. I 100 million percent see the exact <laughs> same thing in my head. I just picture her being no sense of humor. Um, she has the clipboard, and she doesn't talk much. So she's just writing things the whole time, which will drive you absolutely insane. <laughs> so. yeah. I don't do all the non-talkers. Farm boys, why I speak 600 minutes, 600 words a minute when I'm around them because I fill the gap. Uh, See, that's the thing. We're trained to fill empty air. We can't have empty air. So our job. I talk to myself. (laughs) I'm by myself. Somebody's got to be talking. Uh, So I think that they they check my feed. They check my... uh, Has has farm boy been cleaning nonstop? Is it all spotless now? Oh my God. So I wanted all my stalls stripped and then I want some of the mats aren't laying flat, which this is just a really good excuse to get this stuff done. That's been driving me crazy. So I paid him yesterday. While it's kind of like when you have company over at your house. It's the one time you clean all year. Exactly. <laughs> and this has been these mats sitting up have been driving me crazy for a while. So today I pull them and he digs them out and then we are going to like make sure they're level again. And then I bought a whole bunch of really fluffy bedding instead of, I usually use just pelleted bedding, but the fluffy bedding is more, uh, you know, attractive. Uh, So no horses uh, kiss my ass. If you think you're coming in the barn before. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be no horses on that fluffy bedding. (laughs) Do not bring the horses in. No way. Uh, Yeah. So um, do they actually want to see anything about you training or are they just looking for care of the horses? That's all they care about. I think it's just care of the horses. Um, You know, so. Well, most of your horses are like tiny bit overweight, so you're going to be fine. Yeah, no, none of my horses are thin except (laughs) for Dave. And he's put on like, by the way, you guys, satellite, Dave, we had the vet out this week. I'm going to talk more about the vet visit on Wednesday on the regular show, but uh, he's looking great. 
he is looking great. We did some x-rays. Basically, he's got, you know, low-grade arthritis and everywhere. Um, so now he's on some meds, and hopefully he's going to start feeling better. But she's, I, I wanted to do all this blood work and all this stuff, and she's like, why? He looks good. I mean, he's. I showed her before pictures and now pictures, you know. Um, even though I'm starting. You're going to be fine. Profit. Yeah, but anyway, uh, the one sticky thing that is going to happen is we're not allowed to have any, well, they, they ask if you have barbed wire and I, I only have barbed wire around the whole property, which is up to the barbed wire is trees. So it's like a very natural fence anyway, but where the horses go and all the paddocks that horse and hound horses or rescue horses or training horses, they're not in any barbed wire, but I just don't know if I'm going to get dinged for having it all the way in the back of the property, you know, because mm. I can't get that done right now. Sorry. It's just, you know what? Our first farm that we had, the 100-acre one, had barbed wire everywhere. And it was a nightmare to get it down. Because it grows into the trees. They used to tack it to trees. And then it grows into the trees. And then you cut and you cut and peel. It just was a nightmare. Yeah, it's what goes all the way around the 20 acres. But at the front, where all my horses are, it's all wood fencing and wood and electric because, you know, wood got stupid and I couldn't finish it. But it's all wood and electric up front. So you use the tape? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Two, two strands. The top one is hot. Um, and it, it, it works great. I'm really happy with it. Um, I, I don't know if I'll get dinged for that either. You know, who knows? I don't know what they, what their ex- expectations are, but we're going to clean some more. And we'll see what that librarian says tomorrow. I know, right? <laughs> Apparently she's also the safety person at one of the local racetracks here. So, uh, so well, then she's seen a lot worse than your place. <laughs> My my hope is that they get out and she spends like 20 minutes and she's like, okay, cool. Yep. The end of it will be, you know what? I'm now an approved thoroughbred aftercare alliance facility. Which will be so good. So that's good. That's good. Or I get dinged for having a barbed wire around the back of the fence and I'm not approved and I don't get to work anymore. <laughs> I lose my job. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Good times. I think you're fine. Uh, yeah. Well. Or well, she says we'll you have to get the barbed wire down and you go get the barbed wire down and then you're approved. Uh, and, well, I mean, and, and that's at the point where you say, farm boy, farm boy. <laughs> do you have any friends in college? Do you have any college friends that could come over? We're going to have a barbed wire party. Yeah. Bring your gloves and your <laughs> chicks. Bring your girls. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think. A barbed wire party. All electric. And a lot of really strong guys with wire cutters. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That well, maybe what, what happens? We're going to we'll, wrap we'll this see. baby up. Thanks, everybody. Okay. All right, bye.